Wow. Podcast number one of the Travels of Dad podcast from travelsofdad.com. I'm going to be your tour guide on this one. My name is Nick, and this is a culmination of many years of traveling and writing and doing some things, and I decided I wanted to share them in some way. And you know, I've got a little bit of a history in radio from back in my college days, and I kind of wanted to get back on the mics, and this podcasting seems like a good idea. It seems like something fun. I like to listen to podcasts, so why not uh, try making one on my own? Let's see how it goes. But um, this very first one is me with my two best friends, Tanner and Kevin, who went to Panama on a trip for the 2030 Club International. And they share their adventures. They share where they've been. It's it's very interesting how they decided to where they were going and what it was like traveling in Panama and what the Panamanian people are like. And um, I'm hoping you enjoy it. And there's hopefully more to come. Um, I've got one on Reno with those two guys. Uh, I've got one coming up hopefully about Lake Tahoe. I've got one coming up about Disneyland and Disney World. Um, been there recently um, and going back to Disneyland. So once I get back from Disneyland, we're going to work on that Disneyland one. Uh, Disney World I've been to twice this year, so we can kind of break that down a little bit and, and take it from the perspective of a not an expert because I'm a regular Joe. I, I just happened to go there twice, once for, for a wedding and once for work. Um, and so it just worked out that I was there twice. And uh, hopefully that uh, you get something out of this. And we'll go ahead and um, turn it over to Claire and let uh, Claire start this off. Hope you enjoy. If you have any um, comments, you can follow me on Instagram at travelsofdad. Excuse me. You can follow me on Instagram at travelsofdad. You can also follow me on Twitter at travelsofdad. Same thing. And uh, yeah, just let me know. Also, you can email me at travelsofdad at gmail.com. Take it away, Claire. Uh, oh, that's a good time. I just hit record. That's a good time. Oh. Uh, anyways, so talking it is. Do you guys want to? Do you guys want to start with uh, Panama, or do you want to talk about? Reed? I want to hear all about Panama, though. What's there to hear? You tell me. Bring it up a little bit. Uh, Panama was a lot of fun. So let's start. Okay, well, hold on. Let's start real quick. Where did you? How did you figure out how to get there? Did you guys just do? You know, pick an airline and go, or did you guys look for the cheapest flight? Or no, there was a ten percent discount for twenty thirty to, to fly down to to, Oops, okay. to fly down there. So Copa right. was the airline of choice. It also was the, only, was the only one that was also direct at it. Is it the only one that goes there? No, no, it's actually a huge airport. Oh, really? American flies down there, but um, Copa is the the biggest airline for that area. They mm-hmm. they fly all throughout um, Central America. So with the ten percent, was it uh, affordable? It was. It was like five hundred something bucks round trip. Yeah, I think we flew. Yeah, for about yeah, ten fifty or something like that for two of us. Oh, not too bad. And they served uh, booze and uh, coach too, which was nice. We'll get to the booze in a second because I hear there's some interesting things to talk about the booze. So, but once you get there, what did you? So when you what did you experience at the airport? Did you have any like misgivings about going from the airport to your hotel? Was there like Shady people like, oh, come on, come in my, come in my car. Any of that stuff? No, nah, luckily the, we had club members that came and picked us straight up. So they were waiting for us as soon as we got through customs. Yeah, the customs there was ridiculous. Like we just walked up and walked through. There was no, uh, <laughs> I, I think they said, where are you coming from and where are you going? And then that was it. They didn't check our bags. I'm like, sweet. Actually, one guy <laughs> in our group got stopped because he had 18 hats in his, uh, in his luggage. And they, someone Someone threw a fit over him, like, why are you bringing 18 hats into our country? What was he? Oh, they thought he was trying to sell them? Yeah. But like baseball- or smuggle something. Like, why oh. Why else would you have 18 hats? Because he likes hats. Were they all baseball caps? Yeah. Different teams? No, no they were all uh, stuff from our club that he was going to give away. Oh, okay. Swag. Yeah. Sweet. All right, let's talk about the important part. The booze. So you were, you were saying earlier to me that there's a... Uh, Issue with the beer down there? Yeah, there's basically like four beers you can get in Panama. So there's mm-hmm. Panama, which is just Panama, uh, Balboa, uh, Atlas. Where's the other one? There's four. Sobrage. So yeah, it was yeah. that Sobrage horrible beer. <laughs> so we we avoided that one, but we got down there like, oh, you like dark heavy beers? Oh yeah, you 
have a Balboa. They're the best. They're the best if you like heavy beers. So I'm drinking them. I'm like, okay, it's okay. And I take a look at it. 4.4% alcohol. That's a heavy beer for That's that. the heaviest beer you can find. That's a heavy beer. You know, it, you know, I just got back from Minnesota a couple weeks ago. And the lady was shocked. And I thought this was funny because the north is a pretty heavy drinking area. They drink a lot of beer. And I was on my fourth beer at the brewery. And she goes, really? I'm like, yeah, this is this is a really good beer. I'm like, wow, you know, you really kind of, you know, I just, I, she was just shocked. I said, hey, I'm from Sonoma County and we're used to drinking 7%, 8% beers where you have one and you're on the floor. This is, this is like, this is, drink, this is easy drinking here. But it sounds like, so what was, it sounds like in Panama, it's it's kind of a. It's all light lagers. It's all light lagers. Probably because yeah. it's hot as shit, I'm sure. Yeah, pretty much. So what was that like? What was that? It was never like super hot. It was always up in the upper 80s, but it's the freaking humidity that we're just not used to out here on the West Coast. It just smacks you every time you walk outside. It's like every time I walk out of my nice air conditioning hotel room, my fo- glasses would fog up. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> that sucks. You know, yeah, I paid. I uh, one night I was not feeling the Panama beer, so I uh, I got an import, and it was um, it was three dollars it cost me to get a Corona. And that was the uh, oh wow. that was the fancy yeah. import for. Oh, the that's area. a good point. So that's or, or you can get Budweiser for three bucks too. I was going to say that's part of the uh, the one of my things about this podcast is going to be what we call the beer price index. So what was so the local beer, the cheap beer to walk into the bar? What was that? What was it cost? At the bar, at the bar is like a buck twenty five. Yeah. We'd buy a bucket of beer, which is basically six beers for about seven bucks. And that's what I was trying to figure out: is that is that hotel prices, or is that is that what you would normally pay somewhere else? Like, were we paying exorbitant prices and spending a dollar twenty-five on a beer? Oh, we were because we we stopped at the uh, little mini mart on the way to somewhere and to fill up beer on on one of our bus trips. I think I paid four twenty for a uh, oh six God. pack of beer. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that that's the, I did that when I was in Mexico. I got, I got to tell you, though, that was – and you guys did this, too, last time when you guys went to Mexico where you got tired of Tecate. Was it Tecate? No, no. It was Dos Equis Amber or Green. Oh, it's the Green Bottle. The Green Bottle. Well, I, I was all like, I can drink whatever, right? And I ended up drinking a ton of Tecate Light because it was, it was like – I want to say it was 90 cents for like a tall can. And I'm like – I'm going to get that. And then after a while, I'm like, oh, this is just, man, this is not flavor. It doesn't have any taste. This is, uh. So I got I got sick of that. What was the money situation like? How was the exchange rate? Did you find almost all services were just, you know. They used the dollar. They used the dollar. Well, that's they, right, because Panama for the longest time was owned by the United States. Yeah, they have their own Balboa dollars, but it's one-to-one. So you, you pay in the U.S., you get change back in the U.S. Sometimes you got a Panamanian coin. But you almost always got uh, U.S. dollars back. But it's still it's still dirt cheap to do anything. Uh, not in Panama City, but as soon as you get outside of Panama City, it was fine. So what? Where did you guys actually go? Actually, I should have started with that. Where did you actually go? Well, I got in earlier than Tanner did, so uh, I spent uh, three days in Panama City, which uh, was kind of crazy. I never expected to show up to a city that had probably 50 skyscrapers that are 60 stories or more. Oh, wow. And then most of them are under construction, and then they'll, they'll never finish them. They just they build them uh, for tax sheltering and money sheltering, so they just they build it. It's not occupied. They build another one, and it's just the <laughs> or they're like fifty percent uh, full, right? <laughs> just way to launder money. Nice. This is a lot of people throwing their money into Panama because their economy has grown on an average of seven percent since nineteen seventy. Every year. So Tanner, you you arrived later, and you ended up going straight to where you guys were going. Well, you would think. So we ended up. <laughs> We ended up arriving later, and our bus, uh, they were like, oh, anyway, there was a lot of confusion on how everybody was going to get from the hotel to the resort, um, and so our bus, we picked up, I think there was 12 or 13 of us at the airport, and we're like, sweet, our bus is full, there's no way we can get more people on it, they're like, no, we got to go pick up more people at the hotel, <laughs> so go to the hotel, crammed a couple more people on there, and the suitcases are overflowing in the back of the bus, bumping into people. Um, but we, we managed to arrange to get, um, everybody. And so that just made for a really long day for us because okay. we thought we were going to get off the plane and, uh, get in our shuttle and, uh, head, to, uh, head off to the resort. But no, we had to go to the hotel, catch the people who couldn't make the first bus. And then the adventure of, um, the Panamanian back roads is what, uh, is what ensued. So, um, it was nice that they started off with, um, 
uh, our first pit stop was our driver stopping out to get, I think it was like a, a rum and coke in a can. That's what, <laughs> a can nice. rum and coke. Nice, and your driver was drinking a rum and coke. How's he driving? A can rum and coke. Excellent. Kind of like the, what are they, those buzz ball things that they've got here. Yeah. Then he had to have another one after their tire blew out. Yeah, so we have your pictures. Tire blew out? Oh well, because the, it was weighted so heavy, there was so much luggage in the back of the bus that it, the, t- the tires weren't intended to hold that much I'm weight. I'm sure they weren't exactly not bald either. Right. Well, what was funny is after they replaced the tire with the spare, there was a good inch and a half difference. One tire wasn't touching anymore because the tread on the t- new tire was so much <laughs> higher than the old one. So, uh, oh it, my gosh. it was an adventure. That's what I'm talking about. You know that's what this is all about. Is like listening to other dads and what they what they went through on their travels, and this that sounds like a freaking great trip. They put us on a big bus, but the rows were so tight that all the taller guys like myself that were over six foot had to sit in the back row because they had more leg room. Oh, so nice. I tried to sit next down next to my wife and said, "Nope, not happening." Well, that was be- yeah, I'm sure that's because you were too tall, right? Yeah. Got to be that. And nothing it had nothing to do with you wanting to have four or five beers in the back. Well, actually, they first told us we couldn't drink on the bus, which we... Please. They said that to the Americans, but as soon as we left, you know, the Dominicans started just drinking like crazy. So we busted out a bottle of single barrel Jack Daniels and started drinking that because there's no bathroom on the bus, so, you know. Oh, yeah. We're not going to drink a whole bunch of beer. Good call. Good call. So what was it? So... What was that? What was the drive time like from the from where you guys started to the, your your you guys stayed at a resort or? Yeah, it was in a small little town called Chitre. It was uh, about four hours away. Hmm. It was four hours that took oh, six hours to do man. because of all the well, yeah, we had the tire blowout and we had the um, every everyone is um, would be drinking, so we had to stop for pit stops and to stock up on more beer, and it just turned into a really long road trip from. Uh, from Panama to Chitre. Well, not too many people drinking on our bus until we made that first pit stop. And suddenly the energy in the bus kind of came up a little bit more after we started drinking. There you go. Well, as soon as we took off, the uh, Colombians brought out their um, their liquor from their country, which is, uh, I think they called it oh. Aguadiente, oh, which is like a, a, almost like a black licorice tasting. Oh. It was good, though. It, yeah. it went down easy. And there was... no, no one warned me before I took that first shot <laughs> of what it was like, and I was a gag. You know, it, it tasted like a clear uh, Jaeger bomb. Oh, oh, horrible. I, I just smell that stuff and I'm done. Like, oh, no, thank you. No, no, you got to take, no, no, I don't got to take nothing. <laughs> Give me some water or something else. No, we we tried alcohol from lots of different countries that we call Nations Night. Right. Basically, all the countries in 2030 basically bring their best booze. Oh, good. Except for the Americans. <laughs> Because we got nothing. We brought Jack Daniel. There's we, nothing we, wrong with our. But we bought we bought, you know, gentleman Jack and single barrel Jack, a couple regular bottles that never got opened, and then we brought one other alcohol, and we had good Jack Daniels. We were trying to push off on them, and no one wanted to drink it. They all wanted the <coughs> other one we had. Jaeger it went like crazy. Fireball. Oh, for crying out loud! The Central Americans loved the fireball. We went through probably three liters of it it went out so quickly it was what was the what was the what was the requirement did every member have to bring a couple of bottles into the country or did you guys ship it or uh self-directed yeah. basically um we had a, a um, group chat going yeah. a whatsapp going and um everybody just said oh i'm bringing twinkies so that's the other thing is you brought uh, food. food from your home nation so mm-hmm. we brought twinkies beef jerky and uh fireball whiskey yeah <laughs> nice Nice. Yeah, the fireball went quick. Uh, yeah, the, the whiskey did not, so I kept going back and getting Coke so I can make some Jack and Coke. So I was pretty damn tired of uh, rum at that point. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because you said that. You had said that you got tired of the, the crappy beer, so you ended up just drinking a lot of the rum. Yeah, and it was the same rum company. There's basically one in, in It's like Jamaica. Of, uh, it's called Appleton. Yeah. There's one in uh, all, pretty much all of Panama, and the distillery was actually about half hour away from where we were because we went and did a tour of the place. Nice. But, uh, yeah, you got tired of it. So I was like, just give me a good old-fashioned Jack and Coke. Yeah. Oh, everybody be quiet. There. Ah. You can control the dog. So what was that? So you guys you guys said you went to a resort. What was the resort like? 
Was it just a fancy place, or was it just a party central all the time? It was fine, except the stupid pool rules. Or the pool rules? Uh, the pool closed at 6 p.m. <laughs> okay. I'm sure that stopped you guys. So we're... Okay, so we're all drinking one day, and they, they blow the whistle at 6 o'clock. You got to get out. Mexicans, uh, they didn't like that too well, the, the, the group of uh, 20, 30 years from Mexico. So they started chanting... I forget what they were chanting, but Spanish. It was something that they got uh, in deep shit trouble at the uh, World Cup for. Oh, so whatever that was, it's some, and it is something in Puto. Yeah, I'm about to Google that one. Hold on. So keep talking. You tell me about it. So that was the only shitty rule about the the resort was that we had to be out at six. So one day we were able to talk to them, and they agreed to let us stay in later. So we were able to stay at six twenty. Wow, that 20 minutes must have been magical. Yeah. But it sucks because uh, a lot of our events, we were getting back right at 5.30, so we didn't get a lot of time in the pool, uh, except for the final day. Some people decided to go to the meeting, but most most of us just decided just to kick back and have a nice pool day because it, it was a pretty nice uh, pretty nice resort. It was just kind of a shitty deal that they closed the pool on us so early. Yeah, that yeah. is so like like the pool we had when we were in uh, Panama City was stayed open until nine. It was on the sixteenth floor of a hotel. They had this overlook of the whole city, and it was a like, kind of a cool pool. Of course, the wife leaves the dog in here now. She's barking at the door. Maybe she'll open up. Anyway, I found it. It's uh, the um, Slate.com reports about 2018. What will FIFA do to stop Mexican fans' homophobic chants? Clearly, it's a homophobic chant. I don't think they're going to say what it is. No. But well, they, they said it to the lifeguard who was trying to kick them out. Oh, okay. Okay, I got it. So it says, it says fans yell puto, which roughly means gay prostitute, at the opposing team's goalie. Goalkeeper was attacked to distract him from a task. Well, they were doing it to the, the lifeguard. Which was... uh, let me let the dog. Wait, hold on. Let me let the dog back in the house. Ugh. You guys can well, talk about yourself. The dog's named after a margarita. That's so. true. It, the dogs were Mexican, so you know. There's no, there's no drinking in this family. No, none at all. None at all. None at. No drinking in this family. We adopted a dog from Mexico. Let's name him margarita. after a margarita. Margarita. All right. <laughs> what was the food like? How'd you guys? Did you guys eat any uh, any street fair? Any uh. Not too many street fair, but we had the food in Panama was unbelievably good. Every time really? I had something, it was amazing. It was very flavorful, not too much spice like you would expect. Uh, just really tasty food. So we ate at the the resort a handful a handful of times at the restaurant. The restaurant there was was really reasonable, and that and yeah, Kevin said the food was good. Uh, not so much at the events we went to. I think it was all kind of. Yeah. You know, any banquet food. Kind of crappy catering. Other yeah. than the final night. The the banquet for the final night was good, but the rest of the time, um, like, we would go to the event and I'd decide to go back to our hotel and eat the food there because it was really reasonable. And again, that, these are like Panama prices where we were probably paying a premium because it's the hotel restaurant. And for us, right. like, six of us would eat for $30. Oh, wow. Like, I see. Like, quality, quality. Cheese, uh, bacon cheeseburger for seven bucks. You know, and that's I, I, with the side. That's one of the things that I I value a lot when I travel, when I go places. You know, <laughs> as, as most dads are, right? We we tend to like the you know, cheap beer and the cheap food. But um, you know, like the last time I was in Mexico, Kate and I were shocked because we charged everything to the room. We, you know, we you know we would be at the pool, we charge everything to the room, and I got the bill, and I'm like. Trying to do the math because it's in Mexican pesos, and I go, Man, this is only 200 bucks. <laughs> We've been here a week. How is this possible? And it just, it sounds like Panama seems like a, a, an awesome place to. If you can get out of Panama City, yes. You can get out of Panama City. Were you guys like, were you guys on a, were you guys on a um, beach or? No, it was kind of inland. We did a beach day one day, and, but it took about 45 minutes to get to. That's not too bad. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. But we were close to a rum distillery, which was fun. Yeah, you can't, can't beat that. Yeah, and the beach was, uh, uh, yeah, it was it was nice waters. So it was pretty warm there. I was uh, I was surprised at how uh, temperate everything was mm -hmm. down there. They said it's the cold side because you're on the Pacific side, not the Caribbean side. Right. But it's in the summer. They call it their winter because it rains every day. So they didn't want to take us out of the Caribbean because it rains more. 
Right. So they kept us around the Pacific. Did side. you did you get to the canal? I did. We yeah. drove over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were there. You got we, to we, it. We saw it a couple times, so that we didn't really get to to go down to the blocks, which I would have liked to do. <clears throat> but just I've heard that's a well, fun cruise. We almost missed it because the we showed up to launch it in Panama. Nothing goes quick. Everything takes forever. So we go to this lunch, and the Dominicans that we were hanging out with, they just didn't want to leave. We're like, guys, we have one hour before the place closes. And so we get on the bus. There's like 45 minutes before this thing leaves. We're half hour away. So the guy that we're with in the Panama Club, he calls up the place. He says, hey, we're coming in late. Can you make sure we can get in? Mm-hmm. He said, yeah, no problem, no problem. How many people are with you? Oh, well, there's about 30. We got 30 free tickets for you guys to come in, too. <laughs> Sweet. That saves us 30 bucks. Hey, 30 bucks. A dollar each. No, 30 bucks per person. Oh, that's a dollar each. I'm like, oh. Yeah, per person. So that's kind of the way they rolled on there. Everyone who's in uh, our group is pretty high up in that club. I mean, you're, you're a president. You're, you're a lawyer. You're a doctor. You're, right. Well, you had mentioned that, too. I mean, your club is the Americans are just regular old Joe Schmo. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're taking 160 kids back to school shopping. Oh, yeah, well, we had a telethon. We raised $4 million and we're building a hospital wing. <laughs> right, okay, right. okay, yeah. Does your oh, kid, yeah. Do your kids have bikes? <laughs> you need a backpack? Maybe a uh, perhaps a notebook? We have six employees doing all this stuff. Oh, wow. How many employees do you have? Employees? Huh? <laughs> right. You know what it takes to employ somebody in California? You lost your mind. All right, now the big question of the day. How'd the girls like it? I was worried that Shannon wasn't going to um, enjoy it. Because the first day sucked. I mean, traveling. Yeah, you guys um, got and she got back to the hotel, and I, I felt like I, I had a whole extra day out of the trip. Because I, I didn't mind the bus ride. It was, you know, we were, we were drinking, and um, right. I was meeting some of the other club members and having a good time. And then when we got back, like, everybody was like, just go take a nap, crash. But I'm like, it's like 6 o'clock. If I fall asleep now, I'm not going to want to uh, do anything. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, fuck it. I got, I had gotten maybe half an hour of sleep um, on the airplane. So just um, decided to go with it and um, went to an opening ceremony we had. And then um, everybody went to karaoke. Or no. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, karaoke. So we were the Americans that... Um, I don't think the bus left until like 11 or 11.30. And by 2.30, I'm like, I'm ready to go home. They're like, ready to go home? It's only 2.30. <laughs> we have a, a bus to come pick you guys up for at least another hour. Yeah, you're great. Uh, you're, you're right. right. Yeah. spend that was, those, those but, dollars here. But I was also, you could only hear the same song so many times because it's all the same beat. And we we're... So it was a karaoke <clears throat> bar. So we were like, I think I have some American songs. I mean... American songs are fairly popular across the world. Nope. All in Spanish, you're like... Eh. But apparently they started the karaoke, the actual karaoke, right after we left. So, oh. but, but I was working on half-hour sleep, so I was good with going home at 2.30. No, morning. I hear that. No, yeah. I think it's it's always that, that catch-22. What's the time difference there? Is there a... Two hours. Two, two hours of their central time? Yeah. yeah. Now, we went to Minnesota, we kind of ran into that. It, you're kind of... You're... You're, you need to go to bed because the next day you get up there. But if you've only had a half hour of sleep, Tanner, I mean, shoot. You that, guys, was, that was the first time. We thought we were being nice to the club. And we're like, okay, we'll go home at 11. Yeah. Apparently that was the wrong thing to do. Do people get up early there? Or is it? No. Uh, no, 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 no. No, that's, no. that was the joke is everything's on Panama time. And I've heard that about other other conventions in other countries. It's um, just like they say the bus is going to get there at 8.30. You'd be lucky if you left by 10.30. Right. right. It's just everything was delayed, and not once did uh, did things leave on time. I understood, other than uh, when they had to go to um, this island tour that left at six thirty in the morning. Sure enough, the bus was there. At of course, six thirty in the morning. Well, because it's probably like fisherman <laughs> time, right? It's like, no, we need to leave now. We're not. We need the good weather to get on the boat. But for the most part, it was just yeah. whatever. There was like the the day we were going to the beach. They were having a big barbecue for us at the beach. Like, uh, they said, bus leaves at 10 o'clock. We got back from, you know, our pool party that we left, once again, left early at 3 a.m. They, uh, oh, my God. <clears throat> I woke up, looked over, and went, shit, it's 10 o'clock. 
All right, let's get dressed. We're going to make the bus. <laughs> sure enough, we had time to get dressed, go down, eat breakfast, and make the bus. What time was the bus supposed to leave? 10. Uh, you woke up at 10. Like, oh, we got time. We, we got, got time. Well, Shannon and I woke up at 10.30. We made the bus, too. <laughs> we made the second bus. But it awesome. was still, it was like... So, yeah, so, so going back, I mean, so did the, did the girls uh, hang out with you the entire time? You, I'm sure you guys had meetings and things like that. or We blew, we blew most of the meetings off. Oh, it, nice. I mean, it really was a vacation. And they're taking us around. It's all the locals. It's a trip that we couldn't get if we just went to Panama on our own. Of course not. Oh, man, that's, that sounds awesome. Well, so I, did, did I popped into one meeting so that I could call it um, a tax write-off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we went at, we, one of our friends was in the international speech contest, so we, uh, we popped in the meeting, paid our fine, we're there for about eh, 25 minutes, made a $500 donation mm-hmm. uh, as a U.S. club nice. to uh, the local school and called it a day. So what, so, so going back, so did they, so did Erica enjoy it or? Oh, she loved it. She loved it? Yeah, and Shannon, I, I already hinted to Shannon, like, oh, maybe we should go to Colombia. Uh, the following year, it's in Mexico. No, Dominican. Dominican, Ooh. and it's it's going to be really uh, reasonable. Five, five hundred bucks, all inclusive for a week. And I said that she she goes, we can't make every every vacation a a twenty thirty thing, but that tells me that she's like at least open to the idea that this was a very reasonable price. We got away from the kids, and we had a good well, time I, for. I think the uh, the other <laughs> big aspect of it is that. When you have locals that are willing to show you, you know, around and, and you know, sort of protect you and like, no, 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 we're not, I mean, think about it. You know, we're not going to take people to the Tenderloin when we're in San Francisco. We're going to we're going to take people to someplace nice, you know, we're not or someplace at least they're going to be, you know, safe. Um, and I would think it'd be the same thing here is the 2030 wants to put up their their best foot forward. And I think especially with some of these third world countries. And I'm not sure. I don't think Panama, eh, Panama might qualify as a third world country, but. No, they're probably only, not. They're like a 25% poverty where. Yeah, so, I mean, but it's, they're a lot better off than most of the Central Americans. Yeah, so, I mean, but it's still, it's still an adventure. It's still a place. It's still some place that's unfamiliar to you. Um, you know, it's just, I think it's just great that you guys went there at all. I mean, it's, you guys, you guys have been to what, Columbia and. Is it Columbia? There's a club in Columbia, but. Where'd where you guys go? Where'd you guys go the last time internationally? That was my first. True trip internationally. Uh, Not worry about Tanner if you need to adjust the mic and it pops. Worry about. Uh, but we've been to Cabo for Cabo. Our US. We we moved our U.S. convention down to Cabo one year. <laughs> That's a good way to do it. Because yeah. San Diego South, right? So they call it exactly. Yeah, why not? Not a big deal. Did you guys go back but without twenty thirty? Uh, I would only because I know twenty thirty people there that said they'd take us no matter what if we called them. Mm-hmm. Tanner shaking his head no. To Cabo? No, I don't care about Cabo. No, 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 no. no. The Panama? Panama, I would. Yeah, Panama yeah. was cool. It's not high on my list to go back, but it was a, definitely a cool place to go to. If I ever did a Panamanian cruise, you know, the ends there, mm-hmm. or something like that, I'd definitely call up some people and spend a couple more days down there. We don't forget to add it to the list if, like, see some kind of deal. Why not? Let's go for it. Yeah, but yeah you can get airfare for $1,000, you know, and especially, and that was, that was me kind of ordering in a pinch, too. Oh, speaking of which, did you look at the prices to Columbia? No. If you looked, round trip was five hundred dollars. Huh, just but, recently, and yeah. I'm like, that. I mean, that, yeah, the convention's expensive though. Mm. But the airfare is so cheap. Yeah, the nice thing about Dominican is JetBlue and I think Southwest now fly there, so huh. you can. You well, that's can, what. That's like that's the base, right? That's what got me to Minnesota was two hundred bucks round trip. Okay. Right. You know, it, it's. I think a lot of times the airfare is the base of what drives it. If it's, if it's, you know, you could go to Zimbabwe, which is probably dirt cheap with your American dollar, but it's going to cost you $4,000 in flights to get there, you know? So, I mean, it's, I think that's a good, that's a good point Tanner brings up. It's like, start with, start with the flight. How much is it going to cost me to get there? Yeah. The only thing that's appealing to me about Colombia is that, uh, when else are you going to be able to travel there and feel protected in Colombia? Where it, I know the people who went a number of years back, they had police escorts and mm-hmm. military escorts wherever they went, and it's because it's you know it's a dangerous country. But with your when you're riding with the right people, you could probably do yeah. and see what you want. And I think right. that would be a pretty uh, that'd be a nice benefit to going to um, going to so a that's place next, like Columbia. On the that's 20th. the next international in Columbia. Yeah, there was a couple of years ago the, the convention was there, and there was a big old riot that the bus came up on. <laughs> Oops. One of the guys in the pan and the Colombian club is in, on the Supreme Court or something like that, mm-hmm. something fairly high up. And they were, his people were calling 
they're having helicopters come in in case they had to extract them. Oh, great. Awesome. He's like, I'll find them on the bus. <laughs> That's fantastic. No, if, if you want more information, you know, Kim lived in Cartagena for three years, you know, in Colombia. So she'd been there and done all that stuff. And I'm sure, I'm sure when you're down there, the guys would love to take you on a cocaine tour. Yeah. You can buy cocaine. You can go see a cocaine tour. Yeah. Like, you know, they don't sell it to you, but you know, this is how we make it, in theory. We're not really making it. Right. Wink, wink. You know? So we went on a rum tour in, in Panama. Why not go on a cocaine tour in uh, Colombia? So let, let's, uh, let's, let's ask this. What was the worst part about the trip? The bus ride. The bus, bus ride. <laughs> that was quick. The, the, that, that was the great. bus ride, for the, sure. The ultimate, the worst one was the bus ride back from the uh, resort back to the airport because mm-hmm. uh, these are all... You're probably hung over, too. No, they're no, still drunk. This is a, a, a bus that, I don't know, it's supposed to seat 20 or 24 people, and it has, uh, it's a manual, and the drivers there <laughs> suck, <laughs> and so it was, yeah, like they're grinding gears the whole time, and it was bucking back and forth. Probably the clutch is all jacked up, too. Right. Oh, yeah. I don't get car sick, and I was car sick. I almost threw up. And I'm like, I was I was thinking to myself, did I eat the wrong thing? Am I getting food sick? And I'm like, no, this is all related to being on this bus. And that was that was awful. <laughs> Shannon said she almost threw up, too. And so I was so, so happy to get to the airport and be able to be off of that. But that was that was one of the most miserable moments of the of the trip. Wow. Well, I did learn something because we, we got back home. Huh? bus and we we're about to go through um, security we realized that we had this bottle this plastic bottle that we had to fill because we were sitting next to the pool this really fine good rum oh we can't let this go to waste <laughs> so myself and this other guy we started taking pulls off of it and then i still have this rock star zero of all things Rockstar zero and so i take a big swig of that and i mix the two together be damn that thing actually was uh, pretty damn good <laughs> mixed together i would never expected that that's that's how good recipes are aren't they just sort of an accidental thing complete accidental the rum tour was pretty good you're you're leaning to is um it was cool because they they had you try their their fifth the three of their 15 year rums and then they called it the centurion but it wasn't truly a hundred year rum i'm not sure uh the reason for calling it that, yeah, but it was it was truly a, a thirty or forty year old rum, and that was uh, was really smooth. Don't be shy, Kevin. This isn't live radio. You can ask for a uh, another beer. Uh, give me a beer then. Uh, tall or short? Tall. Duh. <laughs> well, I'll go ahead and get that. So continue with your story about the rum tanner. The rum. Uh, the rum was cool. I really liked the tour we went on. Uh, they brought us into uh, the what they called Ron Abuelo, and so everybody w- was thinking us that Ron, blah blah blah. But apparently, Ron is Ron, and which Ron. is rum in uh, in Spanish, Portuguese, or is it Spanish? They, speak Spanish, they speak Spanish or Portuguese? Or? Portuguese. Well, they speak Spanish, but the port of, part of Panama we're in has a lot of Portuguese in it, mm. and so we all thought it was Grandpa Ron or Grandpa Ron as the the. the we all kind of right. took it as, but we found out, no, it's rum. Yeah. So anyway, so the, this was a pretty cool resort. And they had uh, or a pretty cool tour. They had food, lunch for us. They had a um, band that uh, from the area, really uh, authentic music. They took us on a tour of the plant, showed us all about the different vats and how they make it. And then they had a tasting where they... Had instructor come in and had you like told you, well, this was <laughs> this was aged. Was he adjusting his mustache while he was talking. Oh, it was, no, a, no, it, was, it, was it was a chick. Oh, oh, oh! So like, she was I, okay. I can already picture what's going on here. She's like, take a sip. How can we take sell his... this a little bit better? I'm picturing probably either an extremely raven-haired individual or perhaps a very blonde wearing a dress. No, no? that would be an incorrect. Oh man, it'd be a very local person. Oh, oh, oh! But she was, she was good. Did you guys call her Abuelita? Is that the, no? She, she was a grandmother individual. But they, you know, smell this, shift it around like this, smell it again, the front back. Katie, take, I, I it, we're talking about rum, Katie. We're not talking about anything. Take a big sip of it, spread it around your mouth for five seconds. Take a deep breath in. What do you taste? 
they're the 15 years they're all aged in different things one was aged in a sherry barrel right, one right. was aged in a jack daniels barrel um, one was aged in something else i forget what it was so they all had different flavors of 15 years yeah. yeah but that was a and then uh kevin went went to see the uh the barrels did you say it was like like aircraft hangers deep right deep we yeah. only saw five of them, but there apparently there's three rows of those buildings back. I don't think area. I've ever seen Panorama, uh, Panoramian? Pan, Panoramian? Panoramian. Panamanian. Panamanian? Yes. Panama. Pan- I don't think I've ever seen rum from Panama. <laughs> in the States. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad, but... Is it probably, it's probably sold a lot in, the, in this... The yeah, they're, they were trying to sell... Yeah, the ones they gave us and were trying to sell us were all the... The 15-year ones were all like $70 bottles and this. Right. The, the one they called the, the Centurion was 125 So the ones I brought back is, I don't drink rum straight. I just brought back the mixers, and those were like eight fifty a, yeah, a I, liter. When we were in Jamaica, we did we did the same thing. We Actually, it was kind of funny. Um, this was, gosh, this was 15 years ago. We, I got, I got, I got Katie turned on. Oh, that is a nice picture. That, that's it. a picture. Picture that's of what a, the rum That's a lot like. of rum. That that would that would be uh, uh, what's his name, Jack Sparrow's dream come true, but um, you know, we were in Jamaica. They were always you know there's all these crazy rums, and actually when we were there, they stopped serving high proof rum because that was what Jamaica was really known for. That looks really nice. Yeah, they also stacked them vertically. I've never um, seen that either. But you know they were known for the high proof rum, but they stopped serving it to to people at the all all inclusives because things were getting out of control. But <laughs> but anyways, it was always they would always use the aged dark rum. Until one day, I was like, "Well, you guys have the you guys have the the white rum, which is the young rum. It's the stuff that's not really barrel aged at all, and the drinks tasted so much better, so much cleaner, so much smoother. Um, and so we ended up buying you know buying a bunch of that stuff. Abuelo, oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely barrel aged. Um, but there there are some good barrel aged rums I think that are out there. Uh, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I've had some that are like, oh, this is really smooth, this is really good. But you wouldn't want to mix it with anything, and you're not going to pay the seventy dollars a bottle for it." Although I do, I do have a friend that does do that, but it's, I'm just just not into it. I'd much rather drink bourbon or like a nice scotch, you know, as opposed to a rum. I don't mind rum if you mix it with Coke. Of course, of course <laughs> you do. You and your but, pina coladas. Nah. Is there, it, the, the, it, it, was, is, it was tasty rum. I just, I'm not a big straight rum. I'd rather right. have a whiskey straight. Anything else that was incredibly terrible or? I wouldn't say terrible. No. So this is a good trip. There was casinos. We're, we are going to get to casinos at some point tonight for sure. Probably, so, I'm going to I'm going to chop it up a little bit, but yeah, what was what was that so, like? So there's one thing I, I got to say is when we do that nation night thing where we bring all our alcohol and food from different countries. Wait, are you supposed to be telling us this? Yeah, <laughs> just checking, just making sure. So you're also supposed to wear flavors of your own country, like stuff that's authentic to your country. So all the Central Americans wear kind of traditional stuff. Americans, no, we go tacky. Of course we do. The tackiest thing you can possibly think of. So Tanner... Wearing freaking flags on our... Uh, oh, yeah. We had an eagle... And, oh, here we go. Look at Tanner. Yeah, here we so go. These, we have these, like, U.S. flag shirts with this big old eagle on us. And then Tanner decides that, you know, the food's due on. So he decides, oh, well, there's a casino next to us at our hotel. I'll see if there's food there. Oh, no. So he goes walking in there by himself. With an American flag hat on, my eagle shirt on. And with uh, socks that go up to my knees that are uh, that are American flags, America, <laughs> America. And how'd that, that go? And there's there's a guy. It's, the casino's on a second floor, and there's a stairs that goes down to the the ground level. So you enter from the ground level. And there's one guy standing outside with a shotgun. Okay, that's that's, that's what, that is that is that is some serious security. I don't think I'll be. I don't know. Do you guys do you guys play there at all? I played. Yeah. Three dollar blackjack. Hi, Claire. You're uh you know you're gonna be famous on this. You're my intro and the uh, outro, so alright. Go out. Yeah, thank you for hitting me. That's great. So yeah, they had three dollar blackjack, but I never got around to playing. You I told Tanner, How could you Okay. I told oh, I told Tanner to run back you a, a chip, but I don't think he did. This is so disappointing. You didn't play three dollar blackjack? I tried to, but every time I came back, the casinos actually closed there. What? They oh close. No, no. It close. Well, there's probably not a lot of people that want to be playing. Have you ever, have you ever 
We took a picture in front uh, with Tanner. Can you get a Rita? In front of the uh, Winner's Circle Casino. No, that was Shannon you took a picture with. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Should've, nice. You should have gone and get, gotten a chip from there. So you could have a Winner's Circle um, nice. chip. And you didn't. Yeah, this is true. The casino was only opening. Why can't she be out here? Because when you close the door, she starts whimpering. The casino was opening at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So it's open from 3 to 9. <laughs> no, like 3 to like 5, 3 p.m. to like 5 a.m. Oh, okay. It's not, it's not too bad. But it's weird walking up to a casino and seeing a lock on the door. <laughs> what? So we talked about the worst part. What was your favorite part? What did you enjoy the most? Like, what was it like? It was just the perfect moment or just where you were just like... Yeah. Being away from the kids. That was it for me. Just having, <laughs> having consecutive meals and uh, not having to worry about them. Just being able to sleep in, do whatever we wanted. Um... Yeah, everything on our time, and it was to, to me that was uh, that was worth the vacation, and then just uh, meeting people from around the world and having people really welcoming to you, and you know you, you might not even speak um, the same language very well, but just having a camaraderie was was really awesome. Just meeting the people, yeah, from Panama, and from I met the president of the Twenty Thirty Club from El Salvador, just. Everyone just open arms, have a great time. Mm-hmm. That, that it was amazing. That's uh, yeah, that, that's great. I mean, I ah, you know my feelings on that. I wish I could have been mm-hmm. in there, but you could have. I could have. It would have been very difficult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would have been very difficult. I will always, I always enjoyed being the honorary member when I would show up when I could. Um, but now I, I, it's a great opportunity, and I think it's something that you guys will. Hold on to for a long time. Do uh, do past actives get to go to this stuff? Or oh, absolutely. There's, okay. There's a guy that travels here from our town. He's well into his sixties now, and he goes to the dentist. Like, no. Oh. He's uh, from a different club. Cool. But locally, he he still shows up well into his sixties. It's a great time for him to travel, and he just loves it. Everyone still loves him. Not, not too bad. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks for talking to me. This is a this is totally didn't intend on talking about Panama at all, but uh, when uh, um, the opportunity presented itself, I thought it was great. We did actually pretty well. Forty minutes of Panama. No, we did one one American thing. Okay, total American. Okay, thing. you know what? I can't I can't end this session until I hear the crate. There's got to be some crazy stories. No names being named, but there's got to be some great crazy stories. Apparently, so, apparently, they have massage parlors in uh, Panama City. Yeah, we didn't see that. <laughs> so, well, you can always see them. You just didn't go in. So, when we were at the rum tour, we've been drinking a lot. We're all feeling pretty good, and all the Americans, of course, wanted to leave early so we could hit the pool before it closed at six. <laughs> I just—that is dumbfounding. That really is dumbfounding me. So we're all—we're all. You're, all you're, a, you're a resort. And you close at six. How can your pool close at six? So we're all looking, going, okay, it's four o'clock now. We half hour back. We can get an hour of pool time. Let's do it. Let's do it. And so we're drinking. And like, okay, we're gonna steal a bus. We're gonna get talk. Oh the- my god. Okay, keep going. Keep going. This we're, is great. It's getting good now. We're, we're gonna we're gonna get a bus driver to take us back, and we talk one in, and then another bus driver cuts us off, and stops and lets all the other uh, countries board. And so we're just stuck there. We all been drinking and like we're sick of hearing the same damn songs over and over, like three same Spanish songs over. So we had this big Bluetooth speaker and we played the song that we knew we could all sing along to and have a good time. Mm-hmm. So we turned it loud as we could and we played Van Halen's Panama. Nice. Roll down the windows, everyone's loading up into the other buses, and here's this bus full of drunk Americans yeah. singing Panama. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. Good oh, times. Yeah. Any other crazy any stories about Tanner? Any good ones about Tanner? Probably not. So, so one night we, we were having a pool party. We did take a like Tanner, All he had to say was pool party, and Tanner's eyes light up like, oh boy, here we go. Here comes the story. So they take us to this place. Since our pool closes at 6, they took us to this place about 15 minutes later. There's a little resort. No hotels, but has a pool. has this uh, big bar outside. We pull up, and they're like, yeah, you're going to get wet tonight. Okay, so we have to go in the pool. No big deal. Like, oh, no. 
we show up and they're like, yeah, we're going to have a band. We're going to have a whole bunch of DJs. And when we pull up, there's this semi, semi-truck. And it looks like a big gas semi-truck. But no, it's 30,000 gallons of water. Okay. What kind of parasites are in this water? We don't know. <laughs> well, I don't think the, I came the, home with any. The, so. the water in Panama City is, the, is one of the only places you can actually drink water as an American. And really? Like, yeah. Well, you know, that kind of makes sense because, again, Panama was, was American, not owned, but they, they were yeah. all about it. So the infrastructure must have been like, no, we get to make sure this is all good. We don't want any I mean, problems. I the other place I didn't really drink water, but how much ice I had in drinks, I never had an issue. Right. So we could jump in the, this pool, having a party, all this rum again, because that's what they drink. Of course. And suddenly the, the DJ starts up and kind of look over and, there's two. There's generator turn on, and there's two people on top of this water, this water truck, and these big old hoses, and just spraying down everyone that's dancing around. Nice. And they bite up whoever you want to spray. So Tanner and I got on the back of this truck, climbed up, and just spraying everyone. <laughs> and people loved it. They're they dancing. loved it. They're, they're looking just... at us like, "Spray us! You haven't done it." Oh my gosh! So, actually, it's funny that that brings up an idea. I didn't think about this. What was your, what was your, uh, and I'm sure this is, this is one of the number of questions I have when I travel someplace. What's the cell phone situation like? You guys able to contact home or? Yeah, because I, I have Verizon mm-hmm. and they, uh, you just call them ahead of time and it's, they're like, okay, use your normal plan as much as you want, 10 bucks a day. 10 bucks a day? 10 bucks a day. Oof. So we shut off one phone and kept one on. Right. Well, that's okay. what we did too. And, uh, and it's, it's a, when I called them, they said you could use it or not. You basically... As soon as you get there, when you turn on your phone, it's going to say, welcome to Panama. Do you want to use this service? Right. You have exactly 24 hours and then um, for same, $10. And then if you don't use it after that, you only get charged for the days that you use yeah, it. Yeah, and they so. send you a text like 20 minutes ahead of time saying, hey, we're going to do this thing in 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Shut it off if you don't want to do it. Right. But like the wives, because Tanner and I both kept our phones on. If you're on Wi-Fi, you can use your phone. So they were doing Wi-Fi calling. I just I had to um, put Shannon into airplane mode, but turned mm-hmm. Wi-Fi on, right. and then she was Terrifying. able to use her phone. So it was no big deal. Uh, back to the the pool party. Was okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, look, oh, I like I this. I was trying to remember what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, I, I had kind of decided I was just going to lay low that night, and I didn't want to get uh, get into the big pool. But then I saw the, the water truck, and they started to light it up, and they had fireworks. They, they bought some... Some sweet Mass, fireworks, a massive big fireworks. ass fireworks show behind it, and I decided, you know what? When am I going to be in Panama again at two thirty in the morning? With Hi, a- honey. How are you? Oh, I'm getting shots of things. That's delicious. Next, uh, taste testing stuff for us. Yeah, I guess. Go, yeah. Go ahead, keep talking, John. Mm-hmm. 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 This is what it makes it real here. She comes, just comes walking in. That was a good slider. 2.30 in the morning, though, um, getting sprayed that. by water in a, in a Latin American country. I said, I can't pass out. No. Pass on this. No, and that so. was, that's why I brought up the cell phone, because I was thinking, do you guys carry your cell phones with you? Because I would be like, oh, my God, I just got my cell phone all wet. But if you go to a pool party, you're not going to bring it with you, I would assume. Oh, yeah, and stashed other places. There's, there's a, they hired a photographer, and we had, there's a semi photographer that's in the u.s club and they were taking photos i never had to worry about taking a photo because i know eventually i'm going to get them all what was uh what was what was crime like there i totally forgot to ask about that here was about to end i totally forgot about crime we didn't notice any but no personally there's so many people panhandling no no panhandling we were heavy sales was it was the sale thing totally like come by come in my shop look at this not at all no it was just like any other city i mean you had your your little trinket shops they want you to buy stuff Oh, but I did get a sweet wallet for five dollars. Yeah, oh, okay. I need a new wallet too. It wasn't, like, I need it, wallet. it wasn't like the bartering system. That's, like I'm like, that's like, a good looking wallet. That's what I said. I'm like, I'll pay five dollars for that. <laughs> like, oh, and of course, just like you have, it's an eagle on here. Right. There's one guy so that many. aren't club. I think it's a Nazi. No money in it's it. Okay. But <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, there's one guy that got swindled pretty good. Oh, really? So we're we're going around the top town that day, and one of the guys in our clubs is buying these knockoff. Rocks for like three fifty. It's like well, whatever. I'm gonna use them for my gardening. I'm not gonna actually wear them in public because who wears Crocs in public? 
Lots of weird people. Yeah. <laughs> so then there's a guy that we know. There's a actual croc store across the way. He goes over there and buys a pair, and he comes back and goes, Yeah, I bought these for 61 bucks. I think it's a good deal. Oh, nice. And so when we're flying out of Panama, there's a croc store in the airport. Right. Like, duty-free crocs. They were $39 there. Yes. Jeez. Good work. And they probably weren't even real. Yeah. So he, he goes to buy a $61 pair where everyone else is buying, across the street buying knockoff for three fifty. Nice. Nice. Well, excellent. Almost an hour. 50 minutes. Wow. That's that's a good start. And actually, that's again, that's a topic where, you know. And again, this I appreciate you guys coming out and, and trying this out with me because this is something I think we're going to probably, I'm definitely going to do. I've got lots of ideas in my head about what, what we're going to do because this, this stuff's been rallying around in my brain for a while. You know, with my, with my, there's a lot of space up there. To rattle there's a lot of, there's a lot of space, a lot of things just kind of rattles around. But with my uh, previous experience on the radio in college and everything that's been, everything has been going on with uh, technology and making things easier, you know, this, you guys are my best friends, and this is like you have so many great stories that we have to tell. And if at the very least our kids get to listen to this when they're adults and go, oh my god, you guys did a lot of dumb shit. <laughs> it's worth it. It's totally worth it. I thought they were so much better than this. Yeah. God, I can't believe that. What? You woke up on a beach somewhere? What? Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it funny. To piggyback on that, my dad told me the other day, I had gone down to, um, or we, no, I, when Katie and I had gone to Ensenada on that cruise with the kids, my dad comes up with this story about, like, yeah, me and my best friend went down. Once I got out of the army, the first day we went, we went down to San Diego and crossed the border. Went down to Ensenada, couldn't find a place to stay, so we slept on the beach. And then, you know, we woke up. There were uh, there were guys with with uh, with rifles, you know, the Mexican army doing uh, uh, drills, and we decided to get the hell out of there. Like, oh, jeez, Dad, I had no idea you did that kind of stuff. It's like the stories I heard from our parents. They're like, yeah, when we were in high school, we gave the keys to the drunkest person because it made for a more entertaining ride home. Oh my god. <laughs> like, how are you guys still here? So what we're going to do here is I'm going to I'm going to end this portion and then we're going to pop into the next part. What I intended to talk about, we're going to talk about Reno in this next part. But uh, everybody who's listened, I'm going to go ahead and uh, turn it over to Claire, and Claire can can end this right here. Goodbye. Happy travels.